My friends, on this fifth Sunday of Lent, we read uh, the account of the raising of Lazarus from the dead. And I think that for us, um, going through this time of severe trial in the church, it can be a very fitting story. Uh, Lazarus is, is ill. Um, and so they send word to Jesus, Martha, Mary, and Lazarus. They're all friends. Jesus would go and stay regularly at their house. And so they send word, Lazarus, he whom you love. Right? They don't even necessarily need to... Need to um, Identify, master, the one you love is ill, right? There's something beautiful about this relationship that uh, our Lord has with them. Uh, but Jesus doesn't go right away. Um, and that there's something about he lets Lazarus die, right? Like our Lord lets Lazarus die. He knows what's going to happen. Um, and he doesn't just set off right away. Rather, he waits. And it, we could say like, well, how could you let this happen? Like you love him. How could you possibly let this happen? Maybe we, the Bride of Christ in this time, with the news particularly just going out this week that the public masses will be suspended all the way through Easter, through the end of April, like, our Lord loves us, and we could say to him, like, how could you let this happen? Like, Lord, are you, what, how? How could you let this happen to us? Don't you love us? Don't you love your church? Um, and look, Jesus says, Lazarus has died. And I'm glad for you that I was not there, that you may believe. Jesus let Lazarus die, knowing what would happen because of this. Jesus is letting his church go through this time, this actual death, that we are not. um, This is Sunday. We should be together today. Uh, We should be worshiping all together. Uh, Instead, it's me, our seminarian, and a few focused missionaries. Like, uh, but we should have the whole community here. Um, where I'm glad. Our Lord maybe is saying to his bride, the church, I'm glad we're letting this happen. Jesus doesn't cause it, but he permits it to happen. I'm glad if you that was not there. Why? So that you may believe that we're being called to a greater belief. I watched a video yesterday, I probably watched it like 10 times, and I sent it around a bunch, uh, of an Italian priest kind of scolding the people, saying, I'm sick and tired of people saying that the priests have abandoned the church and that the Mass isn't being celebrated. The efficacy of the Mass, the value of the Mass, doesn't, it's not, we're not, when we get together on a Sunday, as important as we be together as the community, it's not primarily about us and just a gathering and seeing people. It's about the sacrifice of our Lord. The sacrifice of Calvary renewed for us. That we do need to attend, but one Mass, even with nobody present, is still efficacious. It still works. Priests are celebrating Mass throughout the entire world, alone, many of them, praying for their people. I'm glad that this has happened. So maybe we can have a renewed understanding of the Mass and the value of the Mass in itself regardless of if I get anything out of it. And so, but we, we need to still, um, we still need to pray. Um, we need to pray for an end to this. Even if our Lord's trying to teach us something, we still need to pray for an end to it, right? And maybe we, like the church, are saying with both Martha and Mary, who say the exact same thing. These sisters say the exact same thing. Lord, if you had been here, this wouldn't have happened. If you had been here. What faith that is. 
If you had been here, that this wouldn't have happened. And Jesus says to Martha, your brother will rise. I know he'll rise in the resurrection on the last day. Oh, I know eventually the church um, will be okay. Yeah, we'll, we'll get back to business as normal. I hope we don't get back to business as normal. Let me tell you, I hope that after this time, we don't get back to business as normal. If we haven't learned anything at all, then we are wasting the cross and the time that our Lord has given us. He is the resurrection and the life. Our Lord gives strength to his church and strength to his people. Our faith is more than just about our buildings. It's more than just about our collections. It's more than just about our schools. Our faith is about the person of Jesus Christ and that we need to turn to him in all things and above all things. But still, um, we need to have the effect of Mary as well, who... Uh, weeps. That I wonder, have we, have we cried about this? Like, have we actually wept about, first of all, this scourge, which is afflicting the entire world, and the people who are afraid and alone and abandoned and are dying, the businesses that are going to close, the people who are being laid off, the children who are stuck at home um, with parents, uh, those, anyone who lives in any kind of abusive family, those children now who are stuck at home, Have we wept for the tragedy that's happened? Have we wept because people can't come to Mass? Have we been saddened? We can't come to Mass. If you can't attend physically a Mass today, have you wept for that? Is this sad? Or is it, no way, nice vacation, I get to go to Mass in my living room. Like, no! We should be crying because of this. We should be weeping like Mary. Lord, if you had been here, my brother wouldn't have died. And when Jesus saw her weeping... He became perturbed and deeply troubled. Where have you laid him? And then this, the shortest verse in the whole uh, New Testament. And Jesus wept. As we are afraid, alone, feeling abandoned, as we are unable to approach our Lord in the sacraments, unable to approach and receive Holy Communion, in some place in the country, crazy, unable to go to confession. And Jesus weeps with his church. Even though he allowed this to happen, He permitted it so that we could grow. I think of like a a parent, a father or mother who takes their son or daughter to the dentist to have a tooth pulled out, right? It's going to hurt. This is going to hurt. And doesn't that father or mother feel some type of analogous uh, pain in seeing what their child is going through? But permitting it, why? For the greater health of the organization, the greater health of the child. In this case with the bride, our Lord weeps still in his humanity. He's weeping for us in this moment. See how he loved him. Jesus weeps and he weeps for his church throughout the entire world. And then eventually he says, they get to the tomb, take away the stone. And Martha's reply, it's going to smell. He's been in there for four days. He's going to smell. How much do we think that the church, when we all get to come back, that we may, we may start to stink? We may not be as good at living our faith. I hope not. Absolutely not. Um, how much may we think, Lord, there'll, there'll, be a, there'll be a stench when this comes back. I've been sitting on the couch watching Netflix for the last month and a half. There'll be a stench because of that. Well, no, let's resolve not to let that happen. Let's take this time. Let's use it. Lazarus, come out one day. Hopefully, relatively soon, our Lord will say to us, his church, buried right now in our homes, not able to attend the public celebration 
of the sacraments, Lazarus. He'll say to each one of us, call us by name. Come out. It's time to come out. It's time to come back, but different, renewed. I hope we don't go back to business as normal. After this time, no one should ever complain about the, how long Mass takes. St. Jose Maria says, you say the Mass is long because your love is short. We need to grow in love, and if we're not growing in love in this time, I hope that we never again complain about how long Mass is. I hope we never just want to get it over with. Just get it done. Get it out of the way. Really? We need to come out renewed. Business as normal didn't cut it. Our Lord is giving us a chance as a church in this time to change, to be renewed, to rise. Maybe if we've been an old corpse just caring about um, a dead way of doing things without the life of the Spirit, the Lord is giving us in this time the chance to rise from the dead. And so we need to pray to our Lord. We need to be, we, his church, our Lazarus in this time. He weeps for us. We should be crying. We should be weeping and weeping and saddened by what the church is going through, and by what our world is going through. But ultimately, Christ is the resurrection and the life. And he will bring us to new life. And we, renewed in the spirit, will come forth from the tomb to the greater glory of God.